kick, kick off, traditional kick off. Yeah, traditional oh. kick off. It's back to the car. Yeah. Mm, the yeah. Rona backdoor cut. Let's do it. Even from my own home, that felt great. Oh, filled me, filled my energy up. My chi is full now. Well, as you can probably tell, we are officially separated. Our first mm. ever episode from three separate rooms. Mm-hmm. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Fellas, hello, hello. how has the lockdown been treating you so far? Um, up and down, peaks and valleys. <laughs> um, the initial being able to play uh, video games during work that I'm not doing all the time. If like <laughs> in, ca- in, in case you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. Right next to the water, get my surfs in. At first, I was watching all these old basketball games. Yeah. But then it just became like, oh, shit, this is not a short-term uh, situation. So I'm like kind of over it now. Yeah, I feel you. But I'm fine with it. I'm enjoying it. It's awesome. <laughs> I had a feeling you might. I never, I never want to return to Ataman ever again. Mate. <laughs> well, mate, we. Are, I think we're going to live our dream of have, not having to be at work with the NBA playoffs coinciding. So, like, which is that was so, the catch, yeah. so dangerous. That like, was the catch. Oh, mate, it's, I don't care what. what they what need to get to you back point. in the office just to stop you from watching everything. <laughs> no, no way. Please, no. They might lose me for good if they, if they try that. <laughs> Um, yeah, mate, we're, like, we're three weeks away. I, I don't see any returning to work in any any soon, so I cannot wait to get three screens going, playoff basketball, Tatum dunking on Siakam. I can't wait. Well, speaking of, let's get stuck straight into it. Right. What do you yeah. reckon? What do you reckon? Do you think eight games is enough after this? What is it? By the time they go back, it'd be four or five months they haven't played? Yeah. Do you think mm. eight games is enough to get back into, you know, regular no. season rhythm before the playoffs kick in? No, that's what makes the playoffs so good. Not only does the intensity go up, but everyone's been playing basketball for, what, four or five months already. Mm. So everyone's been getting reps and reps on reps on reps. And now you've got this four-month hiatus. Some dudes have you know, been playing, some not playing. The quality is not going to be as good at first, but man, by the time they get to the to the conference finals, I think that everything will be good to go. They'll be in this tiny little basketball <laughs> hyperbaric chamber. That's all they'll know. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Like I've been yeah. seeing all this stuff of the what? What do they call it? The bubble. Well, that's it's, right, the bubble. It, it's just like Goku's little exactly chamber planet. Everyone exactly. goes over there. They're playing games. There's ping pong tables. They're getting into it. I mean, I think these first eight games, from my opinion, will be quite rough just because, like, mm. at, at best, you've been training on your own at home. Maybe yeah. you got a hoop, you know? I know Zach Levine does. I think it'll be the, <laughs> the games for the teams sort of in that, I don't know, anywhere from seven right down through. The ones competing for the, mm. the low seeds, that, that's, that'll be where it's interesting, though. Like, it, it might not be the best basketball, mm. but at the same time, everyone's on the same page, so... It's the same circumstances like, for everybody. Do you feel like there'd be an almost summer league vibe to some of the some of the teams that aren't really bringing, like a Brooklyn Nets, say, who's left their whole starting five at home? Yeah, yeah that's well, yeah. well. At least they've they've made it fun. Like if they're gonna sub in um, random players, at least we've got to see Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley come in. We've got every you know 
16-year-old on Twitter talking about how Jamal Crawford deserves a contract for the last six months. <laughs> and we're there's, about to see there's, how there's this page. Not. I think I think it's a Twitter page called uh, Ball Don't Lie or something like that. Yeah, and I swear yeah, this that. guy loves the most average players. He's just like, yeah. look at this guy. He can get a bucket anytime. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's out of like the J- league. Yeah, Jay, Cro- Jay Smooth, get that man a contract. Yeah. Like, huh? Yeah. He's 40. And yeah, like if he plays the Raptors or the Celtics in the first round, it's like Siakam or Jalen Brown switching onto him. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't think he's the Nets are, the gonna Nets are not going to make the playoffs, though, are they? I well, think, they're I mean, they're the in only the way seven right now. I don't see them winning any of the regular games. The the, the roster that they're but the taking. Wizards would have to win like the Wizards would have to win all of their games, and the Wizards don't have Beal or Bertans, right? Oh, yes. Why are we bringing them? Know, what I a know, waste I know of Beale's time. Not go- well, yeah, Beal's no. not there yet. I I don't know. Is he going? I wasn't going, but even if, even if like I don't think he is going. Well, like I didn't think the Wizards were a threat even with Bradley Beal, so. I like I them more than, than the Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durantless Nets. Well, <laughs> the, Nets the, the Nets are weird. I, I, I don't know what they're... Who's I the, feel like they got invited, but they kind of wish they weren't invited. Who, the who's the eight, Nets so. coach now? Do they even have a coach? True. It's, they, they do have a coach. That, um, he has He's coached for like two weeks. Um, <laughs> what's his name again? It's not um, Kenny Jack Atkins. Jack Vaughan, that's right. Yeah, that's it. Wasn't Chuck he the Warren. magic coach for a little bit? Yeah, I feel like I he's coached like in that. the league before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you got Beal's not going, you know, Bertans, the greatest shooter of all time. He's not going. Jacques Vaughn could be, could be a great coach. So we've but, just, you know, we've just put a, rule it out. We've just put a red line yeah. through two teams in the East already in the space of two minutes. Yeah. Oh, the East is, the East passed even the, even the paces. Pacers will at least like put up a fight, you know. Like games will be competitive, but they're not. They're not good. No, I, I feel I like they Pacers do have a lot of professionals that have guys like Brogdon, who's been in shape this whole time, you know, staying ready. Um, yeah, I, Brogdon is good to go. But like, Oladipo's, I think, going. And there was a report today saying that um, there's growing belief. I love that growing belief <laughs> that uh, Oladipo will. Arrive in the bubble. Yeah, yeah I, I love hearing about all the players that haven't arrived to the bubble yet, and their coaches are just like, "No, no, he's going to come. He's going to come. I know he's going to come." I think Dan Tony was talking about Harden and Russ today, yeah. just yeah. like, "Oh yeah. no, they'll go. <laughs> they'll come." I've been I've been seeing a bunch of memes of Harden's just like stuck in the in the strip club because like I'm not going <laughs> to Orlando. No, I've got to use all this money now. <laughs> Three months. Um, Speaking of the bubble, we've had our first uh, attempted uh, escapee, um, <laughs> Sean Holmes. Yeah, he, he mistakenly walked across the – what is it? He must have walked across the street, which happened to be the border zone. Yeah, and because yeah. he stepped past that border, 10-day quarantine. Oh, mate, and he got bad information from Kelly Oubre tweeting out that, boys, don't worry, go get your Postmates, <laughs> grab, your, grab your chicken wings, your burgers – Whatever you need. Yeah, all you got to do is meet him at the yeah. front of the hotel. Thanks, Kelly. What a great guy. <laughs> we were just Mate, saying off mic. I wonder, I wonder if Kelly Oubre's apologized. No, no <laughs> apologies. So, this, sorry, is, this is the mind games to try and get that eight seed. Oh, yeah. Was this targeted? The games have already started. This? Someone runs <laughs> into like the common room. Fellas, fellas, come out quick. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's just, oh no! <laughs> it's an eight day quarantine too. It's not just like, okay, you got to go in for, he's, he's locked in his room now for eight days. I thought it was 10. I think he's down to eight. He's, oh, he's already matter, served man. two. Yes. Hey, two. Yeah. Do your time, Rashawn. But it, it's wild. funny that that's what he was picking up a food delivery. Like I, the other yeah. thing on Twitter that's been a big thing is like players yeah. taking photos of their food and oh, this meal, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, it, so... People are like oh, Rashawn Holmes was one that said, where I come from, this is good eating. This is good cooking. <laughs> and then he gets done. Obviously not that a good. Burrito across yeah. the street. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he can't. He's like, yeah, but I know how to. I'm a resourceful guy. I'll go get yeah. myself some Postmates. Um, but the the pictures of the food that we haven't seen any from the last day or two because that was just the first two days of quarantine was the delivery food when players had to stay inside their rooms. And I mean, yeah, yeah what it, did, it didn't look, look amazing. Like, it looked, it looked like amazing. High grade like, hospital food. Yeah, but for two days, You're they're with. trying to do everything they can to keep them safe. I guess it's just um, it's just these rich multi-million dollar basketball players and their expectations and what they're used to versus the regular Joe Blow, oh. right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> if I was LeBron James, I'm sure I'd be eating better than I am right now. Well, I mean, that's also been another conspiracy over the past few days is that there's no way that's the food that LeBron's eating. Yeah, yeah. have you seen his room? Yeah, no, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. It's so. like a palace compared to yeah. some of the other rooms. Did you see Paul Millsap didn't even get a window in his room? I did see that. <laughs> He's the, the only player in the entire NBA that went to this bubble that has no windows in their room. Which is illegal. What the hell's that? I know. Come on, Disney. You just, imagine, you just imagine the window. That's what you do. Yeah, poor Paul. They're like, who's the most sensible guy that wouldn't mind? Paul Millsap. We'll give, Paul him, Millsap. The, we'll give him the windowless room. Um. So other bubble things we've got. Um, Rondo broke his hand in the bubble. Yeah, devastating. So we've got Rondo down six to eight weeks. Looks like a first round or a second round. He'll be back as well as Avery Bradley just opting out, which can't really fault him. He's got a son that's got respiratory issues. Yeah. So he wants to make sure he's around. Um, but even even our Aussie Ryan broke off. He had to. Yeah, I don't, exactly I don't think right. He's formally pulled out. But he's in not the there yet. He's, yeah. he's not going yet. He made a post kind of saying, like, I've got to take care of my family and figuring out some stuff. Yeah, because um, I think his wife is a high risk and he's got yeah. a young son as well. Exactly. So you can't really fault people for not coming for that reason. Yeah, man. and I mean, like, this was a huge opportunity for Brokoff. So he, uh, he must have thought long and hard about it. And if he's mm-hmm. still not going, even considering the Sixers picked him up and he would have probably got some run, then... Like, you know, how serious the situation is. You can't be risking everything just to get down there. Yeah, no, for sure. But um, from a Lakers perspective, you got Avery Bradley, who was probably having the best season he'd had since leaving the Celtics. Yeah, he, um, I think he was getting love. He was getting love for doing the things that he never gets the love for. Well, exactly. He was, he was shooting about league average from three, um, playing 25 minutes a game and kind of playing really good defense on other teams' best guards. Uh, and then Rondo was playing. I thought Rondo had a pretty terrible year, but he was still playing 20 minutes a game. Yeah, um, and playoff Rondo is a real thing. <laughs> Beatty? Uh, look, I, I'm not a massive Rondo guy. I like him, but <laughs> I just don't think it moves the needle one way or the other too much with the Lakers. It, it hurts their depth for sure, but 
mm. you know, the, the rotations are going to be tighter in the playoffs anyway. Even, even I mean, so, the yeah. other the other sort of backcourt news for the Lakers was picking up J.R. Smith, right? Mm-hmm. And does that do it? What mm-hmm. does that do? What do we feel about that? Gives well, LeBron his buddy. Gives LeBron his buddy and most importantly gives us fantastic bubble content. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Straight straight away hops on the live stream reading out the menu. He's like, ooh, sure. He's just like, <laughs> he, he needs his own TV show, man. He goes to pick it up and he's live stream. All the Lakers pop their heads out the window. And then he was like, oh, shit, someone from the NBA has told me to, told me to get off. I've shown too much. And then he gets shut down. <laughs> this is the man we need in the bubble. So from that from that reason, he's good. But, man, he's not going to be scared in the playoffs. He's going to make some big shots. He's like, yeah. There's going to be at least a couple of JR games. Yeah. I have no doubt about it. And he's rested. Oh, he's yeah, very he's, well he's rested. Never been, never been he's very well rested. Hasn't played a game in right. 24 months or whatever it is. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. mate. He's, hey, only, he's 34. Like, if he he's can chase around old. wings and hit the odd spot up three, then mm. laughing, you know? Well, That's all Avery Bradley was anyone. doing. Well, he's not a big chaser of people defensively. <laughs> Never has been, really. <laughs> I feel not... like he'll be real hungry. Of course he'll be hungry, man. He could win a ring. He's in the, he's in the yeah, hunt yeah. for a ring right now. I think, I mean, it's nice that LeBron has obviously forgiven 2018 game one. Yeah. <laughs> and re-signed his... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> his because obviously he signed off, right? Yeah. <laughs> he had his had his picks. But I mean, who are you gonna who do you want? You got I mean, obviously Beasley and Crawford went to the Nets. J.R. Smith. I mean, of the I mean, Luke and Barmute. Oh man, went, if you're a guy, if you're a guy on the fringe of the NBA right now, you're laughing. Yeah. I mean, all these yeah. spots opening up. I know, it's and then with, exactly right. And I mean, you know, fingers crossed we don't get many more um, Corona stuff or anything that happens during the season. But there's going to be a list of dudes um, kind of on call. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it does it obviously doesn't help the Lakers' chance. But um, the last time Rondo did play in the playoffs, he and Anthony Davis destroyed um, Lillard and the Blazers. You know, so fellas, you've you've quickly forgotten playoff Rondo almost single handedly carrying the Bulls to almost the semifinals. It's also with a it's true, shocking man. team. It's true that that Rondo with um, against the Celtics. I mean, there was a lot of factors going on there between it sister dying like the day before the series yeah. started and all this stuff. But they were up two zero going back to Chicago, but then they were they were the Brad Stevens evil genius inserted Gerald Green into the starting lineup. <laughs> House of Cards, genius. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Rondo got hurt too. No, yeah, he broke his hand. That yeah. was bigger. Playoff Rondo, gone. Look yeah, what it does. Exactly. You need that guy. I don't know, man. Yeah. What about that? What about that playoff run with the Mavs, though? That was not. A, oh yeah, I remember. that was the, not, the one where they said. Where, where was playing. Playoff Rondo? There, yeah, exactly. It's true. It hasn't all been good. Although that yeah. was weird, because even after the fact, Rick Carlisle was like, "If there was ever an NBA player who's going to succeed as a coach, as Rondo, he's one of the smartest minds I've ever had in the locker room." Blah 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 blah. But then, like, didn't have a use for him. He's he, people have always said he's a genius. I think it's but post um, the big three era in Boston, it's always been a um, an effort and a commitment yeah. question. Like he was, he became a bit of a stat chaser. Um, but when he wants to turn it on, he he's a he's a genius on the basketball court. There's there's no doubt about it. I was actually watching oh the glory days, 2010, 2011, <laughs> Rondo man, like that dude like so skilled it's too bad he never learned how to shoot because he was if he was able to ever get to like league average three-pointer 
because people just don't guard him still, and he's still only he's thirty three percent on the year. I know they um, hang they hang off him, and he yeah. still bricks him. Yeah, so that was that's the one thing you're never able to fix. But man, he can run an offense and put guys in the right position. But I think Beatty, you're right. Like in the playoffs, I mean, LeBron's got the ball in his hands, and if if Rondo doesn't have the ball in the hand, his hands, like what's he? Yeah, what's he doing? I mean, like LeBron's a point guard this playoffs, and everyone mm-hmm. else is supporting. It's LeBron point guard AD dominate, and everyone else space us. That's the mm-hmm. game plan. Yep. Um, so that's. That's the only like main like main I mean main injury news. Um, Russell Westbrook has COVID. Ha- has the Rona. Mm. Um, he's kind of said he's feeling all right and he'll join the team soon. Um, so hopefully not too soon. Yeah, hopefully not too soon. <laughs> you don't um, want to destroy that bubble, do you? Exactly. I mean, they would <laughs> they would they would they would ship him into his little quarantine room. You know, um, from man. Well, from what I've seen, also I would recommend watching. Matisse Thibel has like a little YouTube series on the bubble. Um, and just, it was like 10, 15 minutes, really good. Um, well shot, like really um, good job showing all the little details of the bubble. Um, was probably the best look at how everything's going, all the different security checks, all the um, people wearing masks, all that kind of stuff. Actually filled me with great confidence that this bubble, that once they've got everyone in there and once they get past the initial kind of like two weeks, by the time they get to the playoffs, the bubble should be contained. The, the, it should be contained. We have seen these. Yeah, Beatty's already laughing. I'm already, They've already had the first. Yeah. The first Instagram model came out saying she's been invited into the bubble. <laughs> That's not a good start. Man, it's. It, I. I wish I could be as confident as you, Jake. But <laughs> I. F- I feel like I'm. I'm hanging in Beatty territory here. I just don't see a reality where no one makes a single error. You know. <sighs> It's gonna be it's gonna be someone like Kelly Oubre or Jr. Smith, and it's it's most likely Jr. Man, it's it's worrying to think about, like, yeah, because you can't have anyone in, you can't go out. Uh, the the thing that does you can go me, out, you just can't. You have to be quarantined on the way back in. Oh, for ten days. Well, then you can't, can you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can, but then you can't play any more games. Well, like so, there's a like, so Gordon Hayward, right? So his wife's projected to have their fourth third i think i've lost count of the kids mm. at this point but third or fourth child and in like late of late like first round of the playoffs time he's gonna have to leave oh, come back the fourth one does he have to oh, mate look <laughs> they can't got none, they can't so ship can't her run. into the bubble <laughs> <laughs> imagine I mean, that being, being born in the bubble what a story Exactly, and there's not a more safe and clean environment <laughs> and the bubble. Yeah, it's more sterile than the hospital, literally. Exactly. I love how it's you use the word projecting. Is that the word that we use when it's like a woman is what, what time frame when she's going to – is that is, – are we projecting, yeah, projecting draft picks here? Or? <laughs> the first, around the first week of the playoffs. I knew when that came out, I was like, oh, as much talking as about a, it like it's a yeah. minute per game. Last as much as, um, you know, I want to rag on the Celtics, I think that they will be – they're going to go longer than the first round. So that's going to be an issue yeah, for Gordon. Be okay. Yeah, yeah, should be okay. But like, there's going to be stuff like that that comes up. Um, but no, I have confidence after seeing everything and how careful they're all being. I just, and I, I have to believe that even people like JR are going to see the greater good and be like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. I, if I do this, it's going to ruin everything. I well, think not the, only that, like I, I heard once, once the actual season 
does kick off and basketball mm. is being played, the punishments for breaking the rules skyrocket. Like they okay. become much, much, much more strict. That seems seems fair. Yeah. I think the tricky part will come for, I guess, the team. What it's a two-week period where we still have eight games of the regular season to mm-hmm. to sort out mm-hmm. seeding, right? So as soon as teams yeah. are not in contention anymore, I think that's going to be where you know, like, what are we doing? <laughs> here? Why are we still here? Like, well, it's like we... yeah, like if you're the Wizards and you lose your first game, you're like, oh well, might as well bring in the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I hope, I hope not for the bubble's sake. <laughs> or if they could all just leave, it's like, boys, look, let's. Yeah, let's we can't go. make it. We we pack it in, you know. Let's head down to Miami. It's not that far. Off we go. Um, I wonder if the how- NBA had had their chance again right now, if they would still pick Disney World Orlando as the spot. Um. Well, I, I, as even as Florida being you know, the epicenter. It's not like the players are flying into the middle of, you know, redneck Florida. They're flying into, like, they're private planes. They're flying to tarmac. Like, it's it's a very step-by-step yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Air Force One situation, you know. So, like, I'm not not really too concerned about, even though Florida has become, like... Yeah. I feel like, away. and obviously they would have chose that whole location with the knowledge that they have the infrastructure mm. there and the facilities that they yeah. need. So... You know, I think that aspect of it is fine. And I think as we've sort of touched on, particularly once we get that first two weeks out of the way and the playoffs start, I think it will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I totally agree. Speaking of the start of the schedule, how do we feel about the NBA shamelessly trying to get Zion into the playoffs by giving them them like the easiest ranked schedule, I'm pretty sure. I'm shamelessly chuffed about it. I'm all about it. I love it. yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm over the moon. Get this man to the playoffs. First round, best LeBron. Let's do it. It's what everyone has wanted since the minute go, since the start of the season, before COVID, before anything. Let's get Zion in there. He's doing windmills in practice, mate. Yeah. Look, there's been a couple of pictures. He's looking shit, man. How many stories have there been? Zion's gained 18 pounds of muscle. I saw something today. Mo Bamba's gained 28 pounds of muscle. It's like, guys. Whoa, man. That it's is a lot the, of muscle to gain in such the, a short time. I think it's, it's fake news. Yeah, it's <laughs> fake news. It's impossible. Scientifically impossible. Yeah. I've been trying for twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. All of a sudden, that that lanky frame and the COVID's been the, the secret to adding fifteen kilos of muscle. Get out of town. What I'm if this is it? it? What if, what if this was that muscle gain lands my proclamation as Bumba is the future. Look, mate, they're gonna they're gonna get swept by the they're gonna get swept by the Bucks. I mean, or the, whoever's the two seed, and that'll be that. But back to your point, even Zion gaining muscle is wrong. He needs to shed weight. Why is he gaining muscle? Well, it depends on what he's doing, mate. Like, I mean, look, I'm not a I'm not a physiotherapist or anything, but if he's got if he's losing fat and replacing it with muscle, I think that's that's all right. I guess so. I just I've I've worried for a long time now that those legs of his are carrying too much. He's so a heavy. He's even a thick, if it is muscle, it's still more weight to carry. He's a thick boy. He's yeah. a very thick boy. And he boy. comes down hard on those knees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get. Man, I was. I'm, so go ahead. Is that what we were? Are we all kind of on the same page though? We think that the eight seed will go to the Pelicans. I hope they do. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if like, it will. I think it's the only spot not... that is really left for contention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Across yeah, no, both anyway. both conferences. Well, I think. Oh, the, yeah. You're right. The East is a little bit open, but. No one's excited about those options. No, because, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't 
east east side. I mean, it's Milwaukee, Boston. I'm just talking about the other end of the, the eight. I'm not even worried. Well, Obviously, we know that end, but I mean, like, yeah. Whether, yeah, exactly. Who cares? That's what I mean. But on on yeah. on the west, like, it's. I mean, yeah. What oh, the gri- the Grizzlies are there, right? And then Portland, and yeah. and then Portland. even if you go down to Phoenix, right, all the way down there. Dude, like, even Phoenix can get in there. Yeah. Like they're they're still behind, but I mean, I mean, they're, they're quite unlikely. But you know, we want the Pelicans to get in, but you know, Portland's a game up on them. Sacks tied with them, and Spurs are only one game behind, and the Suns are only two games behind. So, I mean, the odds kind of feel like. The, Grizzly, the the Pelicans won't be. It'll be one of those other four or five teams, unfortunately. But I'm glad the NBA is doing everything they can to make to make it happen. Well, you know what? This is a good segue. Outside mm. of these teams that have a chance yes. to make it, there were eight teams that weren't invited to the bubble. Mm-hmm. Should we yeah, talk once we, about them? Who, yeah. who Who's going to use this time constructively to come <laughs> back next season as an actual playoff threat? Yeah. This is good. As we get closer to the season, we'll do a bit more predictions and stuff like that. But this is, I thought this was, yeah, fun time. Look at who didn't make it into the bubble and who's actually going to, you know, make the most of their their season next year. Mm. Um, anyone, anyone want to go first? Yeah, I'll kick off because I'm actually chuffed about this. The yeah, Bulls. So, I was going to say they 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 probably sneak in. Um, make the case for your. Shy town, dude. Mate, Chicago's had a good off season with Last Dance. Yeah, complete restructure. They've <laughs> killed off the last management duo. Finally, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to see that Garpax was making no progress whatsoever. Um, I don't know why they were s- still in that position after so many years of ill-advised decisions and actively holding the organization back, but they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. They got a guy from Philly. They got a guy from the Nuggets. We're on here. We're going to have a good off season. We're going to have a good draft. And next season, we're going for it. Team's going to have, hopefully, mm-hmm. a bit of structure. Next thing they got to do is get rid of our coach and get someone that um, has coached. Are you're, finally, you're finally out. <clears throat> well, now that, now, that, now that it's a complete teardown, mm-hmm. then if we're going to tear it down, let's tear it down. You know? I could, this guy's I could team. <clears throat> I'm of the belief that the Bulls team is seriously underperforming how talented these guys actually are. Um, They've just shown no progress whatsoever, all of them, since their rookie years, at uh, providing they were drafted by the Bulls. All -hmm. of them have shown no progress at all. The coaching has not improved them in any way. In fact, Larry Markkinen, when in his rookie year, we were gushing all over him. This guy's regressed. He's gotten less confident since then. I mean, like, it, I think it's pretty clear as day they need someone in there who's going to develop these guys. It's actually shocking. How, like, I think sometimes they're right under the radar because I think they do have a little bit of talent and every year we're a little bit, oh, the Bulls are interesting, you know, Levine, mm. Lowry, but it's insanely impressive how badly run they've been over the past three years, basically since the Levine trade and Lowry being drafted. You're right. Like, I've been super... High on Larry. I remember putting him in the top five of the redraft we did yeah. a while back. But yeah, no, he's he's gotten worse from his rookie season somehow. Mm. It's terrible. Chris Dunn, I mean, you know, the, the proper the defensive one... pest. But like after yeah. all this time, someone should have taught this kid how to lay up or something, you know, score but a point. Can, but he can at least play a role. And then, but uh, the, the roster still needs work, even though the. 
their coaching and management's the biggest problem. The roster is still an issue. Um, I like Wendell Carter Jr. and Lowry. Yep. I like Kobe White. Yep. I'm not sold on Zach Levine as, a, as your lead scorer whatsoever. Neither am I, although I do appreciate his hustle. I think there's something, there's something in a trade for Zach Levine, a trade for Otto Porter. The Bulls can come out of this offseason with assets, you know, if they play mm-hmm. it smart. I don't think they should keep Zach Levine. I mean, but how far are we going to get with him, really? You know, sure. Um, I don't really, see, I don't really see it with the Bulls. <laughs> I think there needs to be trades if it's going to happen. I think Boylan is is probably not the coach for them long term if no. they want to have success. I think obviously, yeah, I agree that getting moving past the Garpax era is is a positive, and hopefully that some change will eventuate. But I still definitely think it's a, a long term process, and I think that there's probably other teams. Uh, in both conferences, sort of on the on the lower end, that are probably in a better position to to make that progress before the Bulls. I don't know. Like it's tough. Like do you do you try and still rebuild through the draft, or do you use sort of assets like Levine, like um, like Otto Porter, to try and get other young guys who are already on the in the league but on on good contracts? Like the draft this year is not a really strong draft by no. by all reports. So it's sort of it's it's I don't know it's some tough decisions to make for all of these teams that will be in the lottery. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's going to be I think one legitimate playoff spot that people can move into. Um, we like the Nets are in the seven seed this year, but just assuming that I mean it is a big assumption, but Kyrie and Kevin Durant actually Kyrie actually decides to play basketball and Kevin Durant mm. comes back from the Achilles, they're going to be that seventh spot yeah. again. Who drops out, eight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Do you think the Bulls, like when you say it that way, Beatty? I don't see. I don't. I would never. I wouldn't pick the Bulls yeah. to be a playoff contender next season. I, I think it's another season where they're in the picking in the top ten again. I even look I at the f- teams there, like right? No, nah, well, I mean, if if John Wall comes back fit and healthy, <laughs> and you've got Bradley Beal, I mean, the exactly. Wizards are automatically better. Like the Hornets don't really scare anyone, and I think that's a no. that's a long term thing for them as well. The Hawks is probably an interesting one, depending what happens yeah. with their their draft picks. The yeah, yeah. Um, but Josh, you think there's a chance? I think there's a. I I think if they're fighting for me. it, ever the you know, optimist. You know, how, you know how Sacramento had that year last year where they didn't make the playoffs, but they they fought to the bitter end. <laughs> they I'm almost made the one of them. I want one of them. <laughs> like a yeah, so you want like a 39, 40 wins, oh, mate. If we get 39, 40 wins, I'll do backflips. I'm chuffed. <laughs> and I don't at all underestimate the the big market factor. Like people probably don't remember all the way back to 2009, but Bulls went 41 and 41 two years in a row. And the then all day. of a sudden, Derrick Rose had his explosion and mm-hmm. the vibes around the whole city picked up in such a way they couldn't lose. Like they could not lose a game. They went on... 25 of 26 wins something like that that's a real thing i mean they don't have derrick rose or even anyone close to what he was back then but i feel like if a couple of you know promising signs a little bit of a win streak we can be onto something here the talent's there there is talent they just haven't performed yet all right i can i can i can do that all right the next team i see potentially making that eight spot the atlanta hawks Oh. I saw a little um, thing on Twitter today. It was like, you know, the start, bench, cut. It was 
um, Luca, Tatum, and Trey, mm. and it's just terrible. Firstly, um, I love. <laughs> I think Trey's. I think Trey's great, but you can't be picking one of the worst defenders in the league out over Tatum or or Luca. What was um, it? That, start trade. Ben, start bench cut. Start, you start yeah. Luca. You bench Tatum. You cut Trey. You reckon? I mean, I'd start Tatum, but you know, I'm the different. <laughs> <laughs> Beatty, I'd like to hear your thoughts. I, I think I would follow that convention. Luca, Tatum off the bench, and Trey misses out, unfortunately. Okay. Nice. I don't know. Like, I, I understand that Trey's just got a lot of fans. He's, he's one of these guys who's he's got, got a, a burgeoning little fan base there on the internet, and it's exciting. Oh, it's oh, good. But, Nothing um, more exciting to the kids than a long three. I was going to say, yeah, he's, and because he, he, he's kind of like a little kid. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a real thing, man. I mean, that's why AI yeah. was so popular because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's just a short dude. He's kind of like my height, and he's, he's like he's me. doing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like from zooming out, the Hawks season looks like it was pretty awful. Like they were started one off of, hot. Well, that's the thing. So I went back and had a look. They're like when you talk about starts, first three games, um, one was against Orlando, one was against Detroit two playoff teams from the year before. Um, and basically that was their goal this year was to make the playoffs. Um, they won both those games and Trey dropped like 39, 8, and 7 in back-to-back games. Mm. And the third game they played against Philly, this is back when we thought Philly was going to be, um, you know, Eastern Conference favorite. And then they like just like the last five minutes, they kind of choked it up. And then, and then it was just like disaster after disaster. Next game, Trey hurt his ankle. One more game. Collins got suspended for 25 games, and then it was just like, forget it. Season's basically over. Um, but once Collins came back, and we come, I mean, Trey obviously became an all-star as much as I kind of um, have been uh, upset that he was uh, an all-star starter. Still a travesty. Um, but he, he is an offensive weapon, and you pair him with Collins, who's like one of the best pick-and-roll dudes in the game, they made a trade for Capella, who I don't think is a super clean fit, but you just add another good player. I think one of the biggest issues with um, Collins getting suspended was not because he's amazing, but because the next best player after him was like Alex Herder and Lynn. Yeah. Like Herder got injured as well. Like Hunter and Reddish were rookies. Um, I actually like thought um, Bembry. I thought he was good, but like if he's Making it into your top five players, like if the big drop problem. off yeah. after Col after after Collins is so big, um, but they like the back end of the season, Reddish started to look a lot better. DeAndre Hunter, I'm, was- I'm so high on Reddish. I was high on yeah. him on the draft. I I like him. I think he's going to end up being one of the better players from the class. It'd probably take him a bit mm-hmm. longer to get there than everyone mm-hmm. else, but once he does get there, he's going to be really good. Yeah, man. And then so you, you've got this little little young core of Trey, Andre Hunter, Reddish, uh, Herder, and then you've got just these kind of little stable of big dog, big men with Collins, Capella, and Deadman. All of them kind of – I mean, Deadman does a little bit different. Capella and Collins are pretty similar. Yeah. Collins actually started to stretch the floor a little bit. Like he mm-hmm. was able to um, pick and pop a little bit. But his best skill is catching lobs and, and rim running. So him and Capella do do the same thing, but just bet more good players. Like you're just going to put more good players on the court, you know? Um, I, I, I would say 
for me, they're my pick to take the eight seed next season, even if John Wall comes back. I mean, they might have scraped into the eight had John Collins never got his suspension this year. Hmm. I mean, that was a real turning point. If he hadn't got suspended, I kind of feel like they just would have kept on going. They would have kept on winning. I think there's probably a lack of experience, though. They're probably, I mean, yeah. they're all young guys, like you said. And even even the experienced guys like Capella and that, like they're not that, they're not vets in the way that, you know, the season playoff teams have these guys. So it's definitely just a, a, a repetition thing for them and, and they'll be better again next year and they'll be better again the year after that sort of a thing. It's, it's, it's just reps for all. Because, I mean, what, Hunter, Reddish, both came out this year. This is their rookie yeah, year. Yeah, they're rookies. Yeah, yeah. Heard of the year before, I think. Trey the year before. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're very, very young. I, I think Capella and Collins longer term. Like I don't think that's a fit, and I think one of them will probably get moved on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think yeah. so. Yeah, Collins is up after next season, and then they, and they're gonna have to either extend him or or not. But but yeah, again. Um, then you you have that kind of piece because it will be a restricted free agent. You can do a sign and trade or or whatever. Um, I think they're doing they're building the right way. Like I know this draft isn't going to be that good, but they're going to have another top five, top seven pick again, and it doesn't need I'd to be a star that for a player. If I was if I was the Hawks, you I'd reckon? flip that for yeah because they got like yeah, I know yeah they got five, six, seven maybe young either rookies or sophomores. What's the mm. difference? And they oh. play every position on the court. So unless you're getting a real game changer in the draft, which I don't think they will. Sure. Why not? Just go get some experience. I guess it depends, yeah. Because then that's the cool thing about the lottery now as well. Like that pick could end up being number one, number two. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're at the bottom of the standings anyway. So um, I think they've got the fourth worst record. Um Yep, fourth worst. So, like, they're going to be right there for a good pick, mate. A man can Lamelo from one Hawks to another Hawks. Yeah, that'd be mad, mate. It could be defensive powerhouse backcourt. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah. So yeah, I guess it depends on what you what you can flip it for. Um, yeah, because like there could be a market for. I mean, you you package that pick with um, with one of those other young guys, like depending on how willing they are to split those guys up but yeah if you can get a quality um like grown-up nba borderline all-star type player um that's kind of what they're missing as yeah mm. baby you said that it's they're all young they need like a steadying like if otto porter was like as good as his contract was that's yeah, the kind that's of player. A, yeah that's the guy you kind of want right yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I make that trade if the bulls got offered a high up pick for Otto Porter. But see, that's the other, that's the other tricky thing though, because as you said, Josh, they've pretty much got all the positions covered as well. So you want, obviously Mm. all these guys are kind of want to be starters and they want to get bulk minutes. So it's like, where do you sort of fit that, that piece into your roster? Mm. If I, if I was them, I'd be looking at the upcoming free agents in Brooklyn, like Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, guys Mm. like that. Mm. Yeah. Karis LeVert's a Carousel Vert's going to be a really highly sought after guy because I reckon he's going to want to get out of there. Yeah. Would be my guess. I would. I mean, like, you were good enough to be carrying this team to the playoffs with D'Lo, and now you're Mm -hmm. just going to get shafted for Mm -hmm. you guys. Well, yeah, your role's just going to be shitty, Mm. like, on that team with He's too good to be a third, fourth option. I mean, but at the same time, chances are he's going to get heaps of minutes because Kyrie will just be out for the year again. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I don't know. But no, he'll definitely be a highly sought after dude. But again, he'll be a restricted free agent. Um, but I really like the Hawks. I thought um, even though they had some really disgusting stretches, like there was that game against Houston where James Harden could have gone off for like – he could have easily dropped 80. Um, but it, it was like a 40-point game after the halfway through the third quarter. I remember betting on the Hawks, like trying to cover like a 20-point spread and they were like out of – they were down 40 at halftime. I was like, well – <laughs> Fuck you, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, I'm I, right there with you, though. I do think next mm-hmm. year they'll be knocking on the door. I mean, like, they had so many guys trying mm-hmm. to take that next step this year. I think next year a lot of them's written, especially with Trey, like, making the all-star team. Yeah. If, if I'm a young guy on that team and I'm like, well, Trey just got drafted and he made the all-star team, why can't I? Yeah. Like, it, it exactly. fire me up, that's for sure. So Exactly. Um. I've got one more that I would like to do. Beatty, um, have you got any interesting? Uh, we can do Jake's because I'm not too strong either way. My okay. my one was a very. I'll I'll do it in two seconds. My one was the Warriors. Well, you know, we're just, <laughs> that's, that's mine too. It's oh, like there the we go. One. Easy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the obvious one because these guys are going to be. You'd hope really they make good. the playoffs next year. Well, mate. Okay, I think these, <laughs> I think these dudes are super exciting. I think for me, they're straight away um, the third third seed or third favorite in the West after um, Lakers and Clippers. Like, Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would even argue they might get the top two. Yeah, I think you could put all three of those guys together um, and you've got a a nice little little top three there. I think that's awesome. Um, Now, I did my absolute best to find some Andrew Wiggins defense statistics (laughs) that showed that that said that he was good at defense. Where? There's Where did you find this statistic? No, there's none. There's nothing really. <laughs> Can you just make up an Every, acronym, a new stat for us quickly? Yeah. Oh, GPIT. <laughs> right. So he actually leads, yeah, of all players under um, 25 that have played <laughs> at least 42 minutes in Minnesota <laughs> the last five years. Okay. He's first. Mate. Oh, well, look yeah. at that. So I think he's probably the only man in that category. <laughs> yeah. It's an exclusive Mate, club. You got to be in it to win it, as they say. <laughs> um, I, I, think, know, was... I think their success is like pretty dependent on finding yeah. a home for their pick and wigs. I don't yeah, see so what actually I, picking someone. What I did find though was a YouTube video of Wiggins on the Warriors playing against the Lakers in February, and it was just like defense from that game. He had. Probably, you know, a minimum five possessions. After you watch and watch it again, where he was one on one against LeBron, helping against AD, one on one against AD, and playing legitimately good defense. Like, it makes no sense that a six foot seven super athlete can't yeah. be at least a plus defender. It has to be a great defender, but like an above average defender. No, hundred percent. It's all a mental effort thing. Like, it, are you kidding me? He can stay in front of anyone in the world if he wants to. Exactly. And so you're on a team now with, um, I have no doubt that Trey can, and that Clay can come back healthy from the ACL. Like he yeah. was ready to play the rest of that game anyway. Um, <laughs> I have no, yeah, I have no worries about Clay. Draymond, I think we, we, we definitely saw it throughout this year. I mean, they lost a lot of games, but he's can still definitely be a defensive anchor. And then obviously you've got the best shooting backcourt in the history of the game. Wiggins is your fourth most important player, and they're going to get a top five draft pick. 
I kind of liked, I mean, Eric Pascal was pretty good from this year as well. Like Jordan Poole, I kind of liked as a rookie. They've got little pieces on the periphery yeah. outside that top four. They have a couple of guys that hang around for sure. Mm. Um, so do you reckon that they will draft someone? Let's say it's a top three pick. Let's say it's the first overall pick. Yeah. Um, will they try and draft someone or will they try and make a big trade where it's Wiggins plus the pick, pick Draymond, like try and do something like that? Because I could definitely see um, the Warriors organization jumping at that chance. You get the first overall pick, you swing a massive like Draymond or something like that. I think I think for them, for them to actually have a chance of winning next year, I mm. think they have to swing for the fence with that trade. You got to flip wigs, you got to flip the pick, and you got to go get someone that can help you win. But if they're looking to extend their window and keep competing, maybe mm. they hang on to it. Maybe mm. they think we get this super talented draft pick, we can mold him, we can mold wigs in our, you know, the Warriors way. Mm-hmm. And then we've got two guys that can carry us into the, the next stage a la Spurs with mm-hmm. uh, Kawhi, even though that didn't end up so great for them. So, hey, mate, they got still got finals out of it. So what are you doing then, Josh, if you had to make that call? Stop sitting on the fence, fence mate. Yeah. <laughs> I go for the win. I go for the win. I absolutely if, if go for if, the win. Yes, yeah. that's the right if, answer. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm one piece away from the title and I've got a juicy contract with an, a really high draft pick to flip in exchange for another juicy contract, I go for that juicy contract. I guess, I guess the, the, the thing that you then you've got to think about is what kind of player do they try and target, right? Yeah. Call me crazy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but I even thought for a second, what if they slid, what if they slid Steph up, they slid Clay up, and they went for Chris Paul? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a bit. What did you say? Crazy. Call me crazy. I said, call yeah. me crazy. I don't know if that's the kind of player that I feel like you want. Someone who's kind of in the prime, right? You want someone who's yeah. going to be the third wheel to to Stephen Clay, and I mean, he would do that, but it's just whether or not you know you're not going to get the durability out of him. He's he's probably going to be hurt. He's going to miss time. Mm. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Like I, it's easy for me to sit here and say, yeah, you definitely got to trade it, and you got to go for the win. You you're in win now mode. This is your window. But it's just I don't know what kind of player is the right player for them to be that third piece. I'm just um, I'm also hesitant and not really sure who would agree to it. Like who's got a player I'm, that they would swap for wigs and a pick? Okay, so I've got two. Because what what kind of player do you think you want to fit with those guys? I imagine you want another like defensive big man. Um, potentially. See, I, I would probably lean towards a wing. I would think like a probably a guy okay. that's going to play the three because obviously you've probably mm. got Draymond in the four or five. If you're still happy with Pascal, you know, you've still you got him. You know who they really want? They really want Robert Covington, but they can't have him because the Rockets have him. Yeah, but I mean, if they wanted to trade the number one overall pick for, for Robert Covington, yeah, they could. Not you, you know what that. I mean? Like they they want to. They want to go. If anything, you, if, if anything, it would be a, like a Paul George or something like that. Obviously, that's yeah, not going to happen, but that would be yeah. the scenario. Okay, because well, I was kind of thinking like what because you know the Sabonis Miles Turner thing doesn't really work. They could or, go for Sabonis. Yeah, I think the I think the Pacers wouldn't do it. I think they love Sabonis. I think they might be willing to get rid of um, Turner. Which would I don't you, would you know. trade Wiggs and a high pick for Miles Turner? No, God no. Probably not. I would take Lamelo and take my chances. Yeah, Wiggins. 
I'm constantly underwhelmed by Turner. What, okay, what about this one? Um, Big Al, Al Horford. Philly doesn't. Philly's messed up. They need a wing like Wiggins. I think, but that's then a, see, that's a tricky one there. because then I feel like you're not necessarily moving Wiggins. Then you're probably moving Draymond. As, as heartbreaking as you that sounds, but I just I don't so. I just don't see how you can have Hal Horford and Draymond on the same team. I think they're kind of the same dude in a way. I think they are very similar. Sure. Mm. You could do it though. Yeah. Yeah, because think you can have Horford start your quarters. You know, when when teams go Draymond. small, what are you going to do? You hook Horford and you put Draymond at five. Yeah, I, I, I think I just I would rather go for a and wing. And then you got I a think... defensive menace, a passer, a reasonable enough shooter all the time, 48 minutes a game at center. Yeah, you could talk me into it, know. I suppose, yeah. I like, I, I, I like, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just looking through a top 50 players I mean, list here. Like, Philly have not... absolutely no use for Al Horford. They'd take the pick yeah. in wigs. Um, yeah, well, that's a, mm. what you think, so? Wigan's contract's terrible, right? Yeah, it, it's big. Yeah, well, it's just the it's the max, right? Like for whatever it was back then, it was like five years, one seventy or something like that. What about um, a guy like Kevin Love? Would you trade Wigs and a pick for Kevin Love? Not a first, not a first I'd overall. Probably, absolutely not. I'd rather go Horford for sure. Yeah, there's no way Kevin Love's getting. You know, yeah, there's no way you're getting the number one pick back for that. See, um, maybe Wiggins straight up for Kevin Love with me. I don't know. See, this is the the trickiest I, part. I feel like it's not, yeah, because it's not, it's not like you're trading the number one pick. You have to find someone to take Wiggins as well. So it's like you've got the number one pick, but then you've got to kind of bring the trade value down somewhat mm-hmm. because but, you have to give them Wiggins too. But then that's where do you weigh up? Like, do you even trade Wiggins in? Why don't you just hold Wiggins? Yeah. Because he's well, too is, expensive. This is where well, started, you traded for him in the first. You, you had to. You knew all that before you flipped Elo. So it's sort of. I don't think you're necessarily backed into that corner a hundred percent. Like you can kind of pick and choose now. Do you just hold? Like I just don't think that you are. You should give up a number one overall pick just to offload a contract. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible way to run a team, in my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's true. I guess I, I, I'm running under the assumption that this draft won't be good. Yeah, that's which is yeah, a, but, a dumb assumption. I shouldn't do that. I, I think from even though it's not going to be, and there's no Zion or John Morant potentially. Like I, like there's very easily a dude that you know makes three to five All Star games in the top in the top five. And if anyone's going to get that out of him, it's probably the Warriors as well, right? Like yeah. there's such a big advantage to having that organizational yeah. like stability. Like we've, we Eric took care Cashel of Steph. came out and yeah, exactly. Donated. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they trade back in the draft yeah. and get pick up two, something like that. True. Um, I think you, you also I, have to consider the, the asset that is a rookie contract as well. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. that's cap space essentially in a way. Like it's, yeah. it's so it's sort of, yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough decision. I I, I don't look, I look at the players out there and I just think I don't think there's a trade for them as much as we've just tried yeah, I, to pick one. I can't pick it. I don't it. think there is I either. I don't think there is one either. And I, I think where we started with this was while Andrew Wiggins doesn't have a single good defensive stat from his career, he can definitely be the third best defender after Draymond and Clay and and not have to be on the best dude every day. Yep. He can be more engaged as a re- defensive rebounder. All these things that he hasn't been doing, I think, are very likely to change inside the Warriors thing. I don't know if that's just kind of projecting, but like everyone that's kind of gone into that Warriors organization since this Steph, Steve Kerr, Clay, Draymond thing, it's just been success story after success story. Why would it not be any different? The dumpster fire of Minnesota has been 
white hot since Wiggins arrived, right? Like it's it's terrible what they've been doing between Catton and Wiggins. Just That's bad true. decision after bad decision. Would you keep him if you're the Warriors? Yeah. I, I actually believe in their ability to turn him into a, a relatively productive player. You draft this dude uh, number one overall, and then by the time Steph and Clay are kind of on the way out, that Wiggins contract's almost done anyway, and then you can be ready to flip some stuff if, if they're good, if he's good, or you kind of hopefully you get one more ring out of this crew. Oops, it's lasagna time. Um, <laughs> get one more ring out of this crew, and then and then and then maybe you tear it down once once that's over. But, you know, um, uh, I, I think you've kick. twisted my arm. I yes. I'm with you now. <laughs> I think I, I changed my mind, Beatty. I think I keep wigs. Yeah, I just don't think there's a trade. And in that case, then you, you may as well hold on to the asset, which is the pick, and bring them in and, and mm-hmm. see. I mean, you can always trade a year from now when maybe there is a trade. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, of, of, of Warriors, good. of Hawks, of Bulls, I assume we give Warriors the I mean, greatest chance yeah. of kicking the door down. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a given. Pretty yeah. obvious one. Inj- injuries um, permitting. Yeah, injuries permitting, obviously. But um, I like the Hawks in the East to take that eight seed. Um, at this point, obviously, that free agency and the draft to come. But I love that young core. Um, I like Lloyd Pierce as a coach. Um, everybody seems to be bored in them. He's been doing a lot of great stuff with the Black Lives Matter thing. He like has the city with him. Um, when you look at the Bulls, yes, they kind of made, <laughs> made some good decisions. The best thing that's happened to the Chicago in the last 10 years has been the last dance, though. Yeah. <laughs> and this, and this. This will be good. And this podcast or this coming, uh, that decision? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, well, well, fellas. Yeah. That was that, great. That was awesome. So good to hear both your voices again, even if it is from home. Mate, and all we get now is just bubble action. Bubble action. We're two and a half weeks away. We need a um, we need an official bubble count. How many times has the word bubble popped up on this episode? <laughs> next ne- next step, I'll count. Yeah. I'll keep tally. I I, uh, I I I searched on Twitter today. There wasn't as much as I was hoping for. I was hoping for more bubble content. Um, but I'll be on it. I'm keeping keeping on it. I'm starting. We'll to... I'm starting to warm up slowly. I haven't really cared too much since games got suspended, but I'm starting to get the juices flowing. Yeah, it's close. We're three weeks away, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll have to form our own bubble to watch the bubble. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) All right, fellas. Well, you have been tuned in to Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Until next week, peace. Peace.